Hi, and welcome to the Liberation Lab for Women in Business. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, success strategist for women in business, and I'll soon be joined by my dear friend and co-host, Laura Schuch-Guzman, an amazing psychotherapist who works with women entrepreneurs. Together in the Liberation Lab, we explore what it actually takes to create fulfillment, success, and freedom. It's that time of year when so many business owners start losing momentum as they move into the holidays. So today, we want to talk about some perspectives and strategies on how to keep your momentum moving in your business through the holidays so you can start off the new year right. What happens with so many business owners is they start slowing down now and lose attention and energy moving into the new year. And it takes ages to get results. We talk about why our energy in our business matters, and we can't afford to check out for months at a time without it seriously impacting our business. And if you've listened to any of our other podcasts, you know that we are not talking about pushing, but instead being very mindful and strategic for the next few months. I think this is an important episode for all business owners. If you are enjoying the show, we'd be so happy to have you review us on iTunes. You can also head over to theliberationlab.com to subscribe and access some amazing resources to help you feel more liberation. Okay, let's get started. Hey, and welcome to the Liberation Lab for Women in Business. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Laura Schuch-Guzman. Hey, Laura. Hello. How are you, Sonia? I'm doing well, and you? how about you? Doing well, just kind of getting into the swing of approaching the end of 2017 and prepping for 2018, which is timely for our topic today. It is. Today, we really want to dive in and talk about how now is the time to keep building your momentum in your business versus what we see happening is that a lot of business owners start to look at the holiday season coming up and, you know, in, in the new year and they start to slow down and they lose so much momentum going into the new year. So what we wanted to sort of dive in and chat about is how do you keep your momentum? What does that even mean? And, you know, so that we can be more successful and really start 2018 off right. Because what I see is so many people By the time they get back into their business in the new year, it's months before they start getting traction again. What do you think, Laura? Yeah, I think that's the case that, you know, there is a natural inclination to want to slow down. It's winter. We want to sort of, or at least here in our hemisphere, um, (laughs) people want to turn inwards. Um, So there's this natural um, kind of the turning in, getting ready for the holidays. However, businesses, I think it's really smart for us to talk about what the strategies that we're going to go into today, because it doesn't mean that you have to push yourself into this grind to get it all done, but it's just being mindful and strategic about how do you head into the holidays with enough momentum that you really unplug when it's time, when you're really on break, you're on holiday break, how do you unplug and then arrive into 2018, not feeling like you're already behind. That's the feeling that I really dislike. And I've done it to myself before, you know, and like you said, not up and running until spring of the next year or something. Yeah, look, and I think this is the case, especially for a lot of us who have smaller businesses, you know, where we don't have, you know, a 
20 employees who can keep things going up until the very end. You know, it really does rely on our energy. And, and I think, you know, what you said is really good. This is about mindfulness and strategy. It's not about running ourselves into the ground, right? It's not about pushing all the way and not taking any breaks and just going all the way through the holidays. But it is about being very strategic because our energy and our business matters. And we can't just check out for months at a time without it seriously impacting our bottom line. Yes, yes. And it's kind of tempting, you know, you start to just want to kind of check out because there is kind of this, um, I don't know, just kind of feeling like, oh, things are wrapping up or, or like I said earlier, sort of this maybe feeling of turning inward. But I actually find that this time of year gives me some creative, um, some extra creative flow if I allow myself to tap into it. So I've actually learned to kind of feel sort of that shift in energy instead of, oh, gosh, I'm just ready I mean, honestly, I'm really ready. We have a holiday coming up in a couple of weeks, and it's a week off the kids have from school. So I'm just looking forward to having a break from that morning routine and just getting everybody out the door and having the commute and the carpool. But I'm also going to need to think about, can I really unplug during that time? Or am I going to be frantically you know, writing emails? And so I'm actually strategizing right now, bigger picture and trying to get clear about, you know, getting kind of the ducks in a row, so to speak. Yeah. And I think that's really good. And, and so I think I want to break this topic down into a few things. Like first, I want to even talk about what momentum is, right? Because I think this is a really powerful thing that we have to understand and learn in our business, but not a lot of people talk about it. So, you know, I think even bringing up and kind of talking about what momentum feels like, how this impacts our business, what it even means. And, and if you look at sort of the physics term momentum, it's really that as we're in motion, we build up momentum. And as we stop, you know, we lose momentum. And what happens is, in you know, if we're already in motion, the momentum keeps building and it's a lot easier, right? Things move easier. But when we stop, it takes twice as much effort and twice as long to build up momentum again. So it takes, you know, I talk a lot about sort of return on effort, right? We talk about return on investment as well, ROI, but also there's a return on effort. And I think it's really important to create businesses that have the, le- the most amount of return on effort. So every effort we put in has a good return. And so that's That's why this momentum is so important because when you're building momentum and you stay in motion, you're able to, to ride everything out. Like it's, it's things move so much more effortlessly and you get so much more return on effort. But when you're constantly stopping and starting, which so many small businesses are doing, then you're, it's like all this effort has to go in to start up again. And then you finally reach where you were and then you stop again and you lose all that momentum. And then you have to use all this effort to start up again. And then you stop again and you lose effort. So I think even talking about what momentum means and how important that is, is a really good part of this topic. Yeah, I love that. I love the ROE instead of ROI, the return on effort or return on energy. That's really a great way of looking at it. And I'm thinking as some of our listeners, if I was in their shoes, I might start panicking as I'm listening to us right now because I would start thinking of all the things I haven't done and I'm not going to be ready this year to maybe keep up my, my momentum, right? So there might be like, oh no, what can I do now? Um, so what do you think about like how how much can people do Right now, as we approach, we're really in November now. We've got just a couple of less than a couple of months away to the end of the year. How can we be more mindful or strategic now if we haven't started planning? Because I think in an ideal scenario, a lot of people want to start planning for this time, you know, back in 
September or just knowing what your kind of end of year strategy is going to be. But hey, it's not, we're not in a perfect world and things happen. And sometimes we're kind of behind on that strategy or on that timeline. So I wonder, I think you're really great at um, coming up with different ways and strategies. So what about the listener right now that's kind of having a mild panic attack as they think about <laughs> the moment up towards the end of the year? Look, I mean, there's a couple of things like really. So first of all, the best way to build momentum is consistent energy, right? Or consistent effort or consistent actions. So, you know, I think sometimes we think momentum is like this pushing, 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 but it's actually about consistent effort. And what happens is Let's take you, so let's say you have a month and you're producing consistent effort. So whatever you're doing to get leads or create sales or whatever that looks like, depending on what your business is structured like, you know, you're basically putting out consistent effort. So it doesn't, again, have to be pushing or you're working 60 hours a week, but you know, you're just having that consistency, which is, I think, what a lot of people are missing. So what happens is there's a lag time. There's a, a delay between your efforts and the results of those efforts. So when you're putting in consistent action for, say, a month, it might be not till the next Next month that you're starting to get your returns. Well, what happens is if, is if you stop that consistent action, which a lot of people do, either because you start getting returns or because you think what you're doing is not working, then you lose all that mm -hmm. momentum again. And so, you know, some of what can be done right now, like you don't have to wait. And this is, I see this, you know, you can kind of look at this in terms of health as well. Like a lot of people think, oh, I just ate that ice cream cone. I might as well eat more bad food for me because I've already, you know, lost it today, right? There's no need to, tomorrow I'll start a diet. Tomorrow I'll start, you know, counting my calories better or whatever. Well, this is the same in business. A lot of people think, well, tomorrow or next year I'll start doing consistent actions. But that's something you can do right now. You can basically put a system in in place, implement it, and start doing consistent actions all the time, every day. And so I think this is a piece that's really important. And this is a mindset, right? There, and we can talk about strategic, yeah. some strategic actions as well. But this is really a mindset. And I think what I see, I saw the best, um, somebody said something the other day that was, I thought, so brilliant. They said, so many business owners want a business, but they want to, they want to work it like a hobby. Mm, yeah. You know, and that doesn't work, right? Because we, we can't put these inconsistent actions into our business and expect healthy returns. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Cause a hobby is something it's kind of, you just put in effort when you're ready to engage in it, but a business really needs a consistent amount of attention and it's not always high intensity yes. action. I think I, that's where I hear your point yes. is that it's not push, push, push momentum at the most, but sometimes this all or nothing doesn't serve us. And we can sometimes fall into that way of thinking, oh, I don't have time. Oh, I didn't plan well. I can't push a launch. There's no way I'm going to have all this ready in time for my big, you know, and I see so-and-so is doing this big launch for January and they're already pre-registering, you know, doing pre-registration and everyone's signing up and so I'm just going to give up. You know? yes. It's like, I can't do that. So I didn't plan enough for that. But there's many ways in which you continue to keep your business relevant. And yes. I think it's the same thing when we think about the MVP, like the most valuable product. Like sometimes yes. you just have to put your MVP out there and just see, you know, the minimum amount of effort that you can make to still make an impact. And yeah. that is possible to do at the end of the year. There's little yeah. things that wouldn't take that much time, but if you're strategic about it, can actually keep you relevant. It just keeps you connected to your target market. So that come January, 
they're expecting to hear from you. It's, it's, it is easier to pick up the conversation than to completely go silent and then be trying to ring the bell. Everybody, I'm back. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I, and I think what you said is so brilliant because it isn't about high intensity. In fact, when you get into a rhythm, it's about low intensity right? Because you get into this rhythm with your actions and with your consistent actions, and it just becomes this thing that you do every day or every week or how, whatever your structure looks like. And I think that is so beautiful because, you know, it is like running a marathon. You're not running a sprint. And this is what happens. This is why so many businesses lose momentum and why they're not succeeding on an income level or an impact level. And that's because they're going up and down. They're, you know, constantly fluctuating. They're running a sprint and they're exhausted and then they're, you know, out for a while and they're running a sprint and then they're exhausted and they're out for a while. Whereas, you know, when you're running a marathon or long distance, you know, you're pacing yourself. And that's really what I'm talking about. I'm talking about building momentum by pacing yourself. And so this, I think, is just one incredibly important practice and mindset that has to happen. So you don't lose it when the holidays come. You know, you actually still have that consistent effort, but you might minimize it, right? Like you might, and, and what I teach my clients and talk about with a lot of the structures that I'm creating is sometimes you have to streamline things. So when you have more time, you build. When you have less time, you streamline. And you just focus on the things that provide like the most important results. Yeah. Exactly. And you, in, in going back to discernment, this is an important time to use your discernment. We've talked about how that is not always a thought process. It's a felt sense of what is it that would make the most sense for me energetically? What makes the most sense for the output? And, and what is that return on effort going to look like? And check in with yourself and feel that. Often when we're checking out early or just sort of collapsing, that doesn't actually feel very good. If you really you know, really step in and pause for a moment and check in how that feels that checking out because I'm exhausted. It's a very different feeling than like, whoo, let me catch my breath. Like you said, I'm running a marathon I need to pace myself. Mm -hmm. And let me look and see what is it that I can do right now that honors the energy that I have in this moment and that I want my business to be able to to keep churning out. And hopefully by streamlining or autumn, you know, automating or certain things that you can do. I mean, just spending some time automating some emails or automating um, social media uh, scheduling and things like that, that you could do now so that when it is holiday time and the kids are home from school and you're really wanting to unplug, you really can without having to worry about it instead of really checking out. Cause I know what happens to me is if I don't do that, I get stressed about it. And then I have to disconnect to not feel the stress, which is not healthy. Yeah, right. totally. And I also think, you know, it's not a bad time of year or, you know, to start to have someone who can support you, right? Like a mentor, yeah. someone outside of you that can actually help you assess, first of all, what's important for 2018, right? Because this is a good time to prepare and plan. But also... What do you need to focus on in the upcoming holidays? Because honestly, people are focusing on the wrong things. Like so many people are focused on um, getting leads in ways that are not impactful or effective, right? I mean, how many people spend their time on social media? And in general, you know, in generally, the social media is like a long-term impact. It's definitely not completely affecting their bottom line. It's not the best way to get sales. Like it is, you know, something that adds to your brand. It is something that is 
has been really hyped up to be important, but honestly doesn't contribute much to most people's bottom line. Yet people are so stressed about, you know, constantly getting out their social media, right? And so I think, yeah, yeah. so I think, you know, these things and same with like email newsletters. I mean, so many people are sending out newsletters every week or every month, whatever that looks like for them, but they're not getting any return from it. There's, it's just a pointless and they spend so much time writing it and coming up with a topic and looking for pictures. And, you know, and so I think, you know, it's about having someone support you to evaluate what's important and what's not important. And I have this for myself as well, right? Like I need mentors outside of myself at the stage that I'm at to basically constantly be able to look at, don't focus on that. That's not in your correct sequence. That's not something you need attention on right now. This is where your focus is at. And so don't focus on all of those other things. And I think that's true as well for small businesses is that, and this is what I give to my clients. We have to have sometimes someone outside of us who can really help us sort what's important from what's not important. Because as small business owners, we we tend to think everything's important. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I completely agree. And and actually, that's I'm doing that. I'm giving me myself that right now because there's um, a program that I'm enrolled in, and it's a yearly program. I invested in it a couple of years ago. But every fall, they come back around and do a boot camp, and it's called like a business boot camp for psychotherapists. Mm. So it's all of us psychotherapists in private practice. And one thing that um, the coaches Miranda and Kelly speak to, because they're both. Um, therapists that have been in the field for a long time, they talk to therapists about the fact that the downtime that happens naturally during the holidays, our clients actually stop booking sessions. They kind of book right leading up because they're all preparing. How do I actually have difficult conversations with these family members that I don't get along with? Mm. So you'll kind of see an influx in private practice for therapists right leading up to the holidays. But then you actually have quite a bit of time where everybody else is off doing their break. And they make a really good point that that's the time that you can use to work on your business. If you are being strategic, and so they offer this two-week boot camp that I'm doing right now, and it's exactly what you were just talking about, kind of the get the systems and the processes. We're just revisiting like what's working, what's not working. And it's kind of like, feels like cleaning out my closet Mm. before I have to move or do something really. I know I'm making space for all this exciting stuff to come in. So it feels like work maybe right now, like I'm focused, but I know I'm doing it to, to create the spaciousness that I want to feel in my business. And I'm actually paying attention to the natural ebb and flow of my own industry of yes. how clients flow in and out. So I think everyone listening, you know, can kind of think if you're in retail and the holidays are super huge for yourselves, then you're going to be on a completely pay different page. Yep. Maybe than I am, you know, as my therapy clients go on holiday. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. Totally. And I think, again, you know, this just gets back into the mindset because I think what happens is a lot of people see the, you know, bottom line stuff they have to do, like seeing clients or, you know, sort of these very pertinent, you know, pertinent things right now that have to be done. They see those as the important things. And then the planning, for instance, or the vision for your business or something, those, those are nice. Those are like the, you know, the icing on the cake. It's nice. And I think what happens is uh, those get put by the wayside come come holiday time, right? There's an intention of like, oh, I'm going to work on my business. But then everyone's kind of like, oh, you know, it would be nice if I did that, but I'm just not going to make time for it. 
And so I think, you know, again, this is that, it's that mindset. And, and we're in, you know, we're talking about a fine line. We're not talking about you're working yourself. You're not having any holidays. You're not spending any time with your kids if they're on school holidays. We're talking about a consistent balance so that you prioritize and make time for your business so that you don't lose all your momentum. But it doesn't have to be, you know, in these massive intensity time periods. In fact, it is about looking at what is the low intensity, most important, low hanging fruit things that I need to do, you know, moving into the holidays. Exactly, exactly. In in that management of your energy, your in your what's coming in and giving you energy, what's going out. And I really it's it's interesting because I've listened to people for years talk about, you know, just create more of the, the more of this that you do, the more you turn um, inward and you work on your business and not in your business, it actually gets to be less stressful and you have more space. And I haven't always experienced that myself. I guess I was still stuck in the checking off the to-do list, but there's something about this last month that I committed to that. I actually told myself, what if I act as if I am already this visiting CEO mm. <laughs> in which I have a team and everything's running really well. And I just get to come in and be the visionary. I've been telling myself for a long time that I'm not there yet because I need a bigger team. I mm. need my team to do all this. So I can't go big yet, or I need to take care of this A, B, and C. But this fall, I shifted it. And a mentor said to me, why can't it be easier? Why does it have to be a struggle? Mm. So I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to change this. It's, it's going to be easier. And I'm going to act as if I am that visionary CEO. And mm. I will tell you, it is different. It, it, I feel different. And do I still have things to do? Do I still have these things that I'm working through? Yes. But the way I feel is different. I, I just feel more fun. It's playful. It's fun. I'm creative. I want to engage. You know, it's completely different than feeling some kind of weight around my neck. Yeah. Look, I, I think that's a really important thing. And, and not just on that level, but I find that when you, and it, like I have a morning formula and I have my clients do morning formula as well, which is basically like this, this thing where they project out what they really want to create, right? What does that feel like? to be there. What does yeah. it feel like to have that? Not just income wise, but that's important as well. But also like, what does their day-to-day -day activities feel like? What are they doing with their family? What kind of you know impact are they having in the world? And when you're running that, what happens is if you start to look at your day as I'm making decisions from that place, that changes the decisions you make, right? And, and you yes. can look at it yes. in terms of like, I'll just give you an example for myself. I love talking to people, right? I love connecting with them. I love helping business owners. And so before I really had this morning formula, I would go into my co-working space and I would just, you know, I'd get distracted. I would chat with people. I would, you know, like, because I had time, right? I wasn't booked up yet with clients. I, you know, didn't have, I wasn't as busy. Like it, it was like I had the time, right? And sometimes you, you want to create that time and that's really good. Yeah. But it was because I had the time. When I started to put myself in the mindset of like, I'm really busy and I, you know, and not, not in a bad way, in a great way. Like I'm creating a lot of impact. I have a ton of clients. It changed the decisions that I made, right? Because I 
don't have a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And and not only that, it actually created, right? So, you know, a lot of my morning formula has had to to completely shift over the last year because, you know, I am full with clients and I do have like everything shifted. I don't have the time to hang out, you know, and just talk to people all the time. And I think that's really important for us to kind of put ourselves in that higher mindset so that we can make decisions from that place and it manifests a lot more quickly what we want to create. So I think, you know, that's somewhat what what you're addressing as well, because when you put yourself in that visionary CEO, that place, you start to feel what needs to be created and where does my priorities need to be? That's exactly it. And I even have this little exercise I've been doing with myself where if something is blocking, uh, becoming the bottleneck, I'm stuck on something and I can't and, and I'm not going to that bigger place. I ask, okay, what is happening right now? Because this is a piece I need to delegate. This is something I need an assistant for, or this is somebody I need to hire because this is the thing I shouldn't be doing because it just took me out of being in that place. And so I think for a lot of people that are um, probably like me who still struggling with kind of letting go of their business Mm -hmm. and letting more and more people come in and help you and delegate, let yourself act as if you are the CEO that you want to be. And every time you hit a bump, write that down, whatever it is that's stopping you, because that's a task that you can hire out, that you can ask for help or that you can take off your list most of the time, like most of the time, it's some little bitty thing that I don't need to be doing. And it's taking away from what I want to be doing on my business. Yeah. And and I think, you know, this gets back in and sort of ties in with what we talked about last week, which is stripping back to the essentials, right? Because I think, well, you know, we all sort of need this, like, widened back, zoomed out perspective to look at our business and really say what matters, what doesn't matter. It's a lot of sorting, right? This is what's important. This isn't what's important. This is my next step, not my next hundred steps. And, and really allowing us to be able to prioritize and section off and, 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 you know, be able to put the energy where it's needed in our business to help it grow. And I think this is a real problem because a lot of business owners don't know how to discern those differences. They don't know what's important and not important. They don't know where to put their time. They're, they have lots of things out of sequence, which I think we've talked about as well before, where it's, you know, they, they're putting the cart before the horse or they're trying to, you know, reap before they've actually sown the seeds. And I think, you know, this is why it's really important to have some kind of outside perspective to get out of our own heads so that we can really focus and prioritize on what needs to happen. And this is especially important during the times like holiday seasons, because you don't want to be doing, you're not going to be most likely, depending on who you are, if you've got kids, family, if you've got things that are happening during the holidays, you're not going to be able to put your 100%. So you have to look at if you are only able to put 30% of effort in, you want that effort to be worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I and I go back to this point we made earlier, the more that you're being strategic and mindful about this time of year, the more you're really going to get to enjoy and unplug. Like if this is a part, and I'm hoping that listeners are thinking about this and having a lot of compassion if they haven't mm-hmm. really gotten themselves into a place where they've implemented and really feel like they're executing a strategy yet to just think about like what you said, what's one little thing that you can do consistently, one consistent action that you can do every day leading up to the day that you want to 
completely unplug and then take all this information and get ready to do it next year. There, this is what skill building is. This is something you and I've also talked about. Entrepreneurship is the long game and it's skill building. We're not going to be perfect at all of this the first time around. Yeah. I've been in business almost a decade. You've been in business for yourself 17 years. Like we're still practicing these skill sets because life changes too. Yeah. And you create a strategy and then guess what? There's a, some adjustments. And so you have to adjust your way of being in your business. So I just want to kind of put that out there again too to have everyone just take a deep breath and have a lot of compassion for themselves and remember that you can start with baby steps. It's not all or nothing. And then whatever you learn this year, you'll be that much more prepared next year to think about this leading it into the fall. Yeah, definitely. Before then. And I think yeah. right now, you know, if you're at this place right now where you are starting to feel the slowing down effect, here's two suggestions I have. One is just shift your mindset. Be aware of that part of your mind that wants to slow down momentum and just recognize that you have to keep going, right? In a good way, like that it's good and you're going to find a, a way to do it in, in a a piece of yourself that's healthy, that's balanced, that isn't putting, you know, too much pressure on yourself and is having a lot of compassion with yourself. But the other thing I think is, you know, strip back to the essentials and you can listen to our podcast from last week where we talked about this, but also, you know, the essentials for any business owners is sales. It really is. It's not leads. It's conversion of sales. So what, you know, in order to sustain yourself going into the new year, what I would be stripping back to is really looking at what actions lead directly to my bottom line. You know, so it, it the least amount of return or, or the most amount of return on my effort, so the least amount of effort that really produces sales because we've, we've mm -hmm. got to sustain our business financially, right? And energetically. So we have to kind of look at where's the sweet spot of that, where we're both in making income. It's affecting our bottom line, but it's the least amount of return and it won't be social media just to give you some, you know, a little peek into that. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it will be looking at your own process and saying, you know, what is, what produces the most amount of sales? You know, what, what is my effort that actually contributes to conversion? And I think when you start to look at that, you'll recognize, oh, I can do X, Y, Z, and that's going to affect my bottom line a lot more than if I try to do all of these things that the world has told me I need to do. Yes. And just a few little ideas that came to mind. You know, one is with conversion, people are, everyone else is aware that it's the approaching end of 2017. And people with, when it comes to sales, people respond if you give them an incentive to do something by a certain time. So buying into something by the end of the year is more likely to convert that sales. Like they're going to do something because, hey, do this by this time and then you're going to get this amazing thing for 2018 or you throw in, it's the holidays. So throwing in a little gift card or a little something extra, little incentives that you can help people make that decision right now to commit. Like you said, where social media is like storytelling and you're mm -hmm. going to continue to tell your story, but you want to give people incentives to buy your program or to buy your product and this is kind of everybody feels the approaching end of the year. Yeah. So just letting them know 
I want to continue this relationship with you into 2018. And so, you know, this is what I have going on. And it's not going to still be here at the beginning of next year for you to take, you know, full advantage of, but it will be here now. So there's little things I think that people can get creative without it being a lot of extra effort, like you were saying. Yeah, exactly. Throwing in a little bonus, you know, you're a health coach, throwing in a meditation that you've, an audio meditation that you've recorded, you know, with that extra um, program that you'd like them to purchase. There's little easy to do things that just give people a feeling of, I need to do this now. I want to do it now while I can take advantage and I'll be ready in 2018 to um, take this person's help to the next level for my own life. Yeah, exactly. And I think there is quite a lot that can be done in that way. And I also think some very practical things that a lot of business owners don't do, like, you know, going back through and reconnecting with past clients, with past prospects, with people who've been interested in your services before, you know, being able to go back and just reconnect. Hey, how's it going? The holidays are coming up or sending a little gift, you know, something that sparks interest to people who are a good fit for you that maybe it was a bad timing. Yeah. Exactly. So I think, you know, mm-hmm. little time for mm-hmm. connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To reconnect before the holidays and, and just let people know what you're up to and what you're planning on doing in 2018. Maybe you do have something. It's not all worked out. You don't have all the details, but it's a save the date or I'm excited about this new direction. Just letting people know that you're headed there and you'd like them to come with you. Yeah. I think it's really important. I mean, you know, there's a lot of strategies and tactics, but I will say that the most important thing that we've talked about today is the mindset. And when you shift the mindset, when you get into that perspective that you're running a business that requires consistency and you want to continue to build momentum. And then in times where it's summer or there's school holidays or it's Christmas, that you're going to reduce the return, you know, reduce the effort and get more on return on your effort, then it's, I think that that's really good to be aware of so that you're planning that each year and you recognize you're not going to stop. You're not going to lose all your momentum. You're just going to do what's more effective. And the truth is, is that this is a good way to run your business every month, right? Every, all through the year is to have the most return on effort. And I think a lot of businesses don't. They're doing a lot of things that they can't even tell you if it has any return on their investment. I mean, one of the things I often have had clients do in the past is create a little inventory of their time. Like look at every single thing you're spending time on, right? So that's social media, newsletters, blogs, you know, because most people are spending their time on lead generation, even though they're not converting sales, they should be spending more time on their sales process. I think sales is so important and it's why I prioritize teaching it because I think that, you know, you're better off getting less leads and better conversion than you are trying to consistently get more leads that you can't convert. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it's what so many people do. Yeah. So and if you, yeah, exactly. So if you look at, you know, you do this inventory where you write down, what do I spend my time on every single week? Right. And you look at, okay, here's the, here's what I'm doing. Here's how much time I spend and what's the return. You'd be amazed at how many business owners have never done this. They have really no idea. And so like, as an example, I had this client a few years ago. I had her do this time inventory and she was spending like 10 hours a week on a blog, right? Because she was having to write it, pictures, you know, figure out how she wanted to edit it, put it up on her website, you know, advertise it in social media. Like, so all of that took about 10 hours a week. And I was like, well, what kind of return are you getting? 
well, I don't know. There's no comments. There, there's no, like yeah. just, no one's ever said, oh, I saw your blog and now I'm a client, right? There's like nothing. Yeah. Yes. And I think, you know, this happens a lot. And so what we found is that 90% of what she was spending time on was producing no results. 90%. And the, and the yes. 10% of things that she was doing that produced results was something she was doing a minimal amount of the time. Like I think she was spending like 15 minutes a week calling old clients and, you know, and they always converted. Like she'd call a yeah. client and they'd become another sale. And it was like, she just didn't ever connect it. So all I did was I told her, stop doing the 90% and start doing this other thing two hours a week. And her, you know, yeah. she, she quadrupled her income. Like that's how, what, yeah. how much effect it can have if you really look at your inventory. So, you know, going into the holiday season, I would say, do this inventory, look at everything you're spending time on and pick the top two things that are producing the most returns and then just do those through the holidays consistently. Mm -hmm. It's such great advice. And it's such a common problem because I think a lot of it, and we can have a whole episode on yeah. this, I think it's social media distortion, <sighs> like the way that people are chasing the numbers yeah. because in social media world, you want to have more followers and yeah. you want to have more people yeah. liking and tweeting. And, but the reality is, is those are not your direct clients often. And I know I have heard businesses that have shut down and they said, you would have never known that we were struggling if you looked at our social media, yep. but that was, none of those people were converting. They, they didn't come in and spend their money with us, even though they liked us on social media. Yep. So I think there's a bit of a distortion in because of that, we get confused and we start chasing the online attention and the feedback from clients or from fans, but fans are not always clients. And it's important just to keep, keep that awareness of what is the storytelling? Where are you connecting in online? Because it's important, yeah. but where, like you said, are you making that direct contact with yeah. potential clients exactly. and making sure you're putting your time and energy there? Yes, exactly. I, I mean, that. I've known people who have a hundred thousand or more followers on Instagram, for instance, but they're making zero money. So, you know, yeah. it really isn't about that. And this is the social media hype. That's a problem. I mean, I think social media is good for leadership. It's good to confirm who you are. It's not good to get leads. So, you know, then yes. you have to be looking at, you know, where am I actually converting people? Where is the greatest part of that? That's sort of icing on the cake if you have time. But most small business owners are at a place in their business that they don't have the time really to put towards social media. And, and even farming it out isn't the best part, you know, isn't the best idea for where they're at. So yeah, I mean, I think the importance of this topic is just to help you think about moving into the holiday season you know, where is your momentum? Are you already like starting to lose it and let it drop or, or are you picking it back up? You know, and also I think the piece of finding a mentor or finding someone who can really help you look at your whole business, not only streamline going into the holidays, but also look at what do you focus on next year? It's a really, really good time for that. And I think a lot of, I know that I've been running into people who are scared to invest in my program, for instance, because they're like, oh, it's the holidays coming up. I won't have time. I'm like, actually, this is the best time to invest. This is the most important time. Yeah you know, to do it. And so I think, you know, just, these are some of the, the thoughts that I have. And how about you, Laura? What are some final thoughts? Yes, I agree completely. And in just personally, I'm not just suggesting this, but I just invested in my own program and I'm doing some really important coaching 
for myself to get ready for 2018. And I think that um, if listeners take come away with anything, it's being really um, mindful that we aren't talking about pushing, pushing, but being really aware of your energy and making that small, consistent action can go really, really far. And so you don't have to hold yourself up to such a high standard that you just completely feel mm. like you can't do anything, right? Don't know. I would, I would recommend not to do the black or white thinking and go either this or that, but just really look at what's the consistent action that you can do every day that feels in alignment with what you want to experience more of in 2018. Yes. Yes. Great final thought. I love that. All right. Thank you all for joining us and we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the show. To get some great resources and listen to all of our episodes, visit theliberationlab.com. We want to help other women get the support they need to create more real success and freedom. If you're enjoying the show and want to support our mission, you can write a review on iTunes or share it with your friends. A huge thank you to all of you who commented, emailed us, and reviewed our show. We are so appreciative of your support. See you next week.